You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Mailbag Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today and tell them Locked On sent you. I hope you guys all had a safe and enjoyable weekend. I know I did. I spent my weekend on vacation in the heart of the great state of Tennessee. It was a substantial time, and I hope you guys all had just as good of a weekend as me, but it is time to kick off this week of the Locked On Titans podcast, as we typically do in the offseason, with a Monday mailbag. So I'm going to dive into all of your guys' questions. Got some great stuff in there, not only on the Tennessee Titans, but also on my trip to Tennessee. Got some good questions about some pop culture things, as you guys know I love to dig into. But what I do want to mention before we get into the show is, I woke up on Friday morning with a check mark next to my name. That's right, guys. I'm a celebrity now. I'm famous. Um, The paparazzi has been tough to deal with, but I'm adjusting quickly. Either way, being verified on Twitter, as silly as it sounds, is quite an accomplishment for me. I've been on Twitter for a long time. Never thought that uh, I would see the day that that would happen. So the milestones keep racking up. We got the million downloads, the number one Titans podcast, verification on Twitter. Big things coming on the Locked On Titans podcast. Make sure that you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. Follow me on Twitter. I'm verified. Come on now. At Tic Tac Titans and Follow the Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. But with all those shameless plugs out of the way, it is time to dive into a Monday mailbag on the Locked On Titans Podcast. Let's get it! We are going to dive into the Monday mailbag, but we've had a lot of new listeners over the last few weeks. So before we do, just want to give a quick reminder, you can have your mailbag question answered on the Locked On Titans podcast one of two ways. Either you can at me on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans, you know that that Twitter account with the check mark next to the, yeah, yeah. You can send your question there, or the preferred method, you can Put your question in as a five-star review on Apple iTunes. Now, if you don't give me a five-star review, I'm still going to read your comment, read your concern, answer your question, but the show is free, and I always appreciate a five-star review if you are so inclined. So those are the two methods right now that you can get your questions answered. And speaking of five-star reviews, when I do a Monday mailbag, I always give priority Two, those five-star reviews. So I'm going to get into those to kick off the mailbag. Number one, from John Porter. And John is one of my longest uh, listeners, and we talk on Twitter as well. So shout out, John. He said, I've been an Oilers fanatic since 1977. I followed the team since it moved 20 years later. My mood is directly affected by wins and losses of this team. Memories are shaped by what happens with the Titans. Not a fan. I am an addict for this team. Preach, John. I hear you. 
If you suffer from the same affliction, Tyler Rowland is the best dealer for your Titans habit. Smart, informed, funny, knows his X's and O's. Best of all, he is engaged with his audience. It's a must daily listen for me. Other sources of information out there and I digest it all, but this pod and Tyler are the best. The only thing he is wrong about is the Oilers history. Listen to Miss Amy, Super Bowl or bust. Let's get it. John, I hear you. I know that Oilers opinion's controversial, but for another time, for another day, thank you so much uh, for being a listener and for all those kind words. Funny? I don't know how funny I am, but the other things I guess maybe I can agree with. Uh, Next, we have one here uh, from Sissoku P. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I'm trying my best out here. Five-star review. He said, thankful to have found this Titans podcast. Tyler does a great job and is active on Twitter as well, so give him a follow. Guys, if you noticed... I do a lot of talking on Twitter. If you want to interact, just follow me at Tic Tac Titans. I swear I'll answer your questions. We'll have fun. It's a great time. Anyways, he's knowledgeable, passionate, and just seems like a cool dude that I'd kick it with in Nashville. If you run into him in town, I'd get a picture like I know a celebrity in Nashville. Well, I'm verified, so that means I'm famous. Duh, you know. Uh, <laughs> can't wait for the season to start as this will be my first time following along with a Titans podcast during the season. Excited to be in the loop and get some great info during the season as well as send Tyler Lots of Titans memes, gifts during the season, huh? Let's get it. Tighten up. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, Excited to have you on board for a season. Uh, Obviously, I like all of the off-season content, and it's fun to do all of this as well, but let's be real. We're all here for the football. I love football more than just about anything else in the whole world. So excited to have you on board for the season when things really, really get fun. The last five-star review I have here is from Hauser 11 He said, best Titans podcast around. Tyler seems like the kind of guy you would want to grab a beer with and talk about the Titans as well as pop culture. Tighten up. Mailbag question. Here we go. What do you think the receiver depth chart will look like and where will each receiver line up, outside slot, etc.? P.S. The Long Halloween is my favorite Batman story as well. Excited for the new animated adaptation. The new animated adaptation, part one of The Long Halloween, which is a Batman comic for any of you guys who uh, aren't following along as to what we're talking about here. It's a Batman comic, the best one, in my opinion, of all time. Uh, They're making an animated movie of it split up into two parts. The first part debuted on Saturday. August the 26th. I'm actually going to go watch that as soon as I'm done recording the podcast. So excited. But as for the question, the receiver depth chart, obviously AJ at number one, Julio at number two, Josh Reynolds at number three. I think as it stands right now, you would have Marcus Johnson at number four, just purely as a wide receiver. Cam Batson at number five, Nick Westbrook-Akina at number six right now. For my money, that's who I think would make the Titans roster at wide receiver, and that's the top six. Uh, as for just playing the wide receiver position. With the big three, the good thing about the Titans' big three, Reynolds and Julio and AJ, is they can all play everywhere. But again, for my money, I'm going to keep Julio outside unless I really get an advantageous matchup. I'm going to use AJ Brown and Josh Reynolds in the slot a little bit more. I don't want Julio Jones being overly physical and digging in. I've talked schematically about what I want the Titans to do using three wide receivers, but mimicking two tight end sets to continue to give those looks that the Titans were successful with last year when they had more reliable tight ends than Jonu Smith. So for my money, I would use Josh Reynolds and A.J. Brown more in the slot than Julio because I would feel more comfortable with them acting as a pseudo tight end, being close to the line of scrimmage, being close to the tight to the formation and lining up almost like a tight end in a sense. So that's how I see that. 
We are going to continue answering your questions in the Monday mailbag. But before we get into those, do want to remind you guys about betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. The NHL and the NBA are in the playoffs. There's tons of great UFC, MMA, and boxing action over the summer as well. An awesome knockout of uh, Barrios by Tank Davis this weekend with a body shot of uppercut. I didn't have any money on the fight, but I really wanted to bet on Tank Davis, and if I wasn't on vacation, I probably would have found time to go ahead and do that. Don't make the mistake that I made. Head over to betonline.ag today. Sign up for a free account, and when you deposit money, use promo code LOCKEDON. That's one word, Locked On, and they'll give you a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. So make sure you head over to betonline.ag today, your online sportsbook experts. Let's continue answering your questions in the Monday mailbag. A lot of good questions you guys sent in to me, so I do appreciate that. We are going to start with just a downright evil question from Dan Mackley, and he says, you have one player to lose for the whole season on the season opener. Tannehill, AJ, or Henry? Who you picking and why? Dan, man. This is the type of negativity we don't need. God, made it tough on me. But I am going to answer the question, and for me, it's A.J. Brown. Uh, The Titans have Julio Jones. They have Josh Reynolds. Uh, You could make a signing of a veteran wide receiver as well. Unfortunately, you can't lose Tannehill. No matter what. I mean, A.J. and Henry are better players than Tannehill overall in the realm of the NFL, but you just can't lose your starting quarterback. And when you add in what the Titans' backup quarterback situation looks like, just can't happen. Henry is the engine of the offense, and while he needs Ryan Tannehill in that symbiotic relationship to truly succeed, if you take Derrick Henry out of the backfield and you have Brian Hill and Darrington Evans and Jeremy McNichols, that's just going to completely uproot what the Titans like to do on offense. So it can't be Henry. It can't be the starting quarterback. I really have no choice but to pick A.J. Brown. So, uh, God, I need to go brush my teeth now. Feels gross to even say that but moving forward my favorite Canadian Titan the Bud Dupree Stan account he said if you could dream up a different color scheme for the Titans what would it be uh I'm gonna answer that question as part of another answer with another question so put a bookmark in that for me Canadian Titan but he also asked an offbeat question here that I love what is your favorite kind of cuisine and why so for me I like Asian food um uh orange chicken Uh, I've really fallen in love with lo mein, uh, pork fried rice. Uh, I like General Tso's chicken, sweet and sour. I've really fallen in love with. I didn't like Asian food when I was younger. If you if you call you know that's Chinese food primarily, but if you add in like uh, Japanese steakhouses, uh, then I'll just say Asian food in general. Also, I got to take into account I really like to cook, and I found that some of my favorite food to cook because of the sauces and the rice and and preparing the chicken thighs and everything like that. Some of my favorite food to cook is Asian food, the flavors involved there. So I'm going to go with Chinese food slash Asian food in general. That would be my my favorite cuisine overall. But I I do really enjoy Mexican food and I do really enjoy Italian as well. But I'm going to go with Chinese with Asian food there. Next, 
Question from Chester Taylor. He said, how do you rank the Titans defense? I've got them as top half in the league on paper, which would be enough based on my offensive projection. So for me, I kind of see the Titans having the ability to be anywhere from 14 to 25. I'm thinking that they're going to end up between 16 and 20 in terms of yards per game allowed is really what I'm talking about. What would be key is if the Titans could find a way to be in the top 12 in points per game allowed. If they gave up you know, a decent amount of yards, but not a lot of points, that would be ideal. And when the Titans defense has been good during the Mike Vrabel era, it has been them giving up yards, but not giving up points. And I think that's all you can really ask for from the Titans defense at this moment in time, expecting them to be a top half of the league defense or be top 10 or anything like that. I think that's setting the expectations a little bit too high. And that's why the Julio Jones trade was so important because the Titans offense really can't afford to take a step back if the defense isn't going to improve enough. Next, Ender46, my guy, ask questions every week. I appreciate you. Now that you're verified, will you get press passes and interviews on all major networks? Uh, No, not immediately, not right away. Unfortunately, the Titans organization doesn't really much care about verification on Twitter. But what I will say, Ender, is uh, I am an underdog in this this industry uh, because of my background, not a traditional background, not a traditional route, although I tried to go the traditional route, but life doesn't always let you go on your original plan. So, Um, While no, this does not immediately mean I'll get anything. Uh, To me, it's just another one of those benchmarks of uh, I'm growing. I'm trying to be better, trying to get better every day till I can get to a point where that'll happen. But honestly, my big focus right now is finding a way to, to write more consistently and get the written word out there, which is my true passion, which will grow the profile and will allow me to eventually maybe do some of those things. So hopefully eventually, but not right now, but we'll take small wins as we uh, climb up this uh, this uphill uh, path that I am taking now. Next, Carlos Hernandez says, with all the hoopla about the Titans, Oilers, I'm very pro-Oilers, by the way, I know, everyone's mad at me. What mascot and color scheme would you change the Titans to if you had to change them? So this goes back to Canadian Titans question with the color scheme. I'm going to put it together. So really, I if the Titans aren't the Titans, I like animal uh, mascots. I don't know why. I just really enjoy like lions and tigers and the bangles and stuff like that. I like I like animals. I don't know. I, I just think it's cool. So I would obviously want the Titans to be associated with like the grizzly bear or something like that. But there's the Memphis grizzly. So it kind of put me in a tough spot. Now, the Titans are by the Smoky Mountains. It's Tennessee. So I'm going to call them the Tennessee Smokers, baby. Tennessee Smokers. We're going to have green purple, and orange jerseys. There you go. That's my answer. If I had to change the Titans to something, they're the Tennessee Smokers. I really love orange and purple, and and I love those combinations together. Add in a little bit of the green, perfect combination. So that's my answer to both of you guys. Next, a very difficult question here. Colin Light, making it tough on me. Always coming through with some really difficult questions. He said, if both guys had no prep time. Are you taking Iron Man in a nanotech suit, which for you guys who aren't super deep into the MCU and all that, the nanotech suit is the suit that Iron Man had in Infinity War and in um, Endgame, where the suit basically looks like it comes out of his skin. 
that's something from the comics where he literally built nanotechnology into it into his body so that he can always have his suit on him and it kind of unravels on top of him. They did a great job in the movies of making that look sweet. Iron Man was one of my favorite comic books growing up along with Batman. So putting these two guys together who I see as kind of equivalents in DC and Marvel, I hate that we're doing this, but... Uh, Colin knows that I'm a bat stand, so he actually ended up replying and said, you know, no biased answers because he knows where I'm at. Uh, with no prep, Batman with prep time is the greatest superhero of all time. He will find a way to dismantle anybody, and I truly do believe that. And we've seen canon animated films and comics that agree with that sentiment as well. I'm sorry, but I always go back to, well... With Nanotech suit, you're not going to be able to get through like Ant-Man was in 2012 in Endgame. So, uh, people who don't know about the MCU or care about this stuff are so confused right now, and my apologies. Um, still Batman. I I think if anybody's going to be Batman, it's going to be a superhuman being. It's going to be uh, an angry Superman, an evil Superman. It's going to be, uh, you know, uh, Thor, not loser version of Thor because Thor just loses all the time and always messes up in the MCU. It's a great debate. But if he wasn't uh, losing all the time, maybe he might win against Batman. The Hulk, uh, while being a bumbling idiot, you know, he's just really strong. He catch If he gets Batman one time with his hand, it's trouble. So I would take somebody with like advanced superpowers like Captain Marvel, even maybe Martian the Manhunter, something like that before I would take like another human being with just an intelligent mind. So I'm, I'm going to go with Batman again. Uh, that's going to do it for this segment. We are going to continue answering mailbag questions. I'm actually getting more mailbag questions as I'm recording. So I'm going to try to get everything in that I possibly can. But before we continue going into the mailbag, got to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bar of all time. And it comes from our friends over at BuiltBar.com. They have nine delicious flavors on the website right now. They rotate in occasionally limited time flavors that you can choose from as well. The peanut butter brownie is on there, though. The salted caramel is on there as well. Those are two of my favorites. You take that peanut butter brownie. I like to throw it in the fridge. I've had a lot of people say to me they like to throw it in the microwave. Now, that just shows you the versatility of the built Bars, and that's just based on the flavor. We want to talk about versatility. we got to get into the health aspect. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, so you can use them as a tasty meal substitute or as a guilt-free snack. Make sure that you head over to BuiltBar.com today. Use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. RockAuto.com is our title sponsor, and they have been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Their catalog is unique. It's remarkably easy to use. With a few easy clicks, you can get whatever you need delivered directly to your door. You can choose all the different brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, speaking of prices, prices are always reliably low at rockauto.com. One thing I didn't know is at chain auto parts stores, they have different price tiers for do-it-yourselfers or professional mechanics. So why wait in line at an auto parts store? They might not even have the part that you need in stock, and you're going to pay twice as much for it as the mechanic standing next to you in the same store. Don't do that. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that I sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com.
Titans fans, we are going to finish out this week's Mailbag Monday. It's going to be speed round. Now I got to get through your guys' questions in a timely manner. We all have things to do on this Monday. But before I do, just want to tell you guys about the Locked On Today podcast. It's all the biggest sports stories from every major sport in under 20 minutes every single weekday. Make sure you check out the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. Adioso, baboso, my guy Kata said, who is your favorite Tennessee Titans player all-time by position, and he listed out his. His quarterback was Steve McNair, running back Eddie George, tight end wide check, wide receiver A.J. Brown, O-line Michael Roos, Bruce Matthews, D-line Javon Curse, linebacker Keith Bullock, safety Blaine Bishop, cornerback Samare Roll, uh, Cortland Finnegan, kicker Rob Baronis, punter Craig Hendrick. So, good list there. For me, uh, Steve McNair, favorite quarterback of all time. Running back, I'm going to say Eddie George, but I got to tell you one more season of Derrick Henry here, and I'm going to I'm gonna go with Derrick Henry by the end of the year. Uh, fullback, Lorenzo Neal. Tight end, Delaney Walker. Wide receiver, it's Kevin Dyson, but again, this is another one. One more year, A.J. Brown, and it's going to be A.J. Brown. Offensive lineman, Kevin Mawai. Uh, defensive lineman, I know that this is going to be a little weird, but Albert Hainsworth, man, I know that he was a little bit uh, of a, a questionable character, but I just can't help it. I really loved him as a player when he was you know, having success with the Titans. There are certain guys, and I don't know how to explain it, but there are certain guys when they make plays, it just gives me a different feeling in my stomach. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. To give you a great example, like when LeBron makes a great play for the Lakers, I'm a big Lakers fan. When LeBron makes a great play for the Lakers, I get excited. But when Anthony Davis makes a great play for the Lakers, I get much more excited because quite frankly, I just like Anthony Davis more. So that's kind of the situation that I'm in there with uh, with Albert Hainsworth. I just really loved when he made plays. Linebacker Keith Bullock. Uh, he was a big influence on me. I played linebacker for a lot of my uh, football life. Uh, until I hit puberty and got fast, and they moved me to defensive back. But uh, really love Keith Bullock. Cortland Finnegan, uh, again, short guy, feisty guy. I uh, really looked up to that. It was inspiring to me. Safety, Kevin Byard, but Michael Griffin, a very close second. Uh, no, Michael Griffin was another one of those guys who, when he made plays, it made me happier than just about any other player on the defense. Kicker, RIP, Rob Baronis, of course. Sam Sloman, a close second. Uh, Brett Kern at punter. For me, just love Brett Kern, the weapon. And then I added special teamer Mark Mariani, basically because I know, well, nope, I'm going to go Derek Mason. I'm changing my mind. Favorite special teamer, Derek Mason. He did make a Pro Bowl as a punt returner. But uh, that is a position like wide receiver that I haven't been very happy with the with the Titans' historical performance there. So we are going to continue moving forward. Great great question, though. Great question. Uh, next comes from Robin. Robin Cherian. He said, Yo, Tyler, I listen to you from New York and love your content, brother. The hip-hop aspect you bring into the show is a great addition to the podcast. I appreciate that, Robin. I know that Tennessee isn't a hotbed for hip-hop love, but hey, man, that's who I am. So I'm not going to hide any of that. And New York, man, New York rap, I've just been spending so much dip set lately. I've been listening to a ton of OG Unit and 50. I really love Griselda and uh, BSF, Benny, Conway, uh, Wes, uh, 38 Spech. 
I mean, I've really been enjoying New York rap lately. It wasn't something I was huge on when I was younger because the bars were so complex and the subject material was kind of out of my league when I was 10 and 11 and stuff like that, but been spinning that historical stuff lately. And then of course the new stuff with BSF and, uh, Yeah, I can't help it. That's just who I am. But he said, question, during the dead time of the season, why don't you give an educational guide of formations and plays around the league? Tighten up. So I could take one of these three podcasts a weekdays and do... You know, day one, basic positions and basic language, like 11 personnel, 12 personnel, 3-4, 4-3, and then, you know, maybe the next day go into defensive coverages and then offensive plays that are just super common and then maybe go a little bit more advanced. But I, I get in a weird spot because I know that some of you guys that listen have been listening for a while and you're very advanced in your football knowledge and I don't want to be out here talking about what a 3-4 defense is and then for some people they'll just turn it off because that's just, you know, they know all that stuff. But also there is a portion of the offense that doesn't have that deep football background and didn't play football for 12 years growing up and people from other countries who listen. So I do kind of get myself in, in a tough spot as to what exactly I should do from that realm but I've been thinking about it. Maybe if you guys listening right now send me a uh, Um, send me some suggestions on things you want to learn about, things I can talk about. I'll kind of put something together for a week uh, before things really take off for the season. But thank you so much, Robin, for listening. I appreciate that. Uh, Next, Derek Schuler. So I got a good one. He said, what are your top five animated movies of all time? Don't forget about the little people now that you're a big shot. Uh, That's hilarious. Uh, Appreciate that, Derek. But um, this was hard, but I put it together. Uh, Lion King, that's just... Just such a classic to me. I'll always love The Lion King. Aladdin, which may be my favorite old school Disney movie ever. I I relate to Aladdin as a character for various reasons. Um, Into the Spider-Verse, the Miles Morales animated film from recently. Really, truly one of the best films I've ever seen, regardless of animation. Um, Batman, The Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, I was a kid. I loved Batman the Animated Series. And that's just an absolutely fantastic animated film, quite frankly. No way around it. And then uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Really good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, Still enjoy it to this day. Really well made. That's my five. It was very difficult, though. Very, very difficult. Uh, a, A Dark Horse. Osmosis Jones. Oh, man. What a hilarious movie. I didn't make the cut, unfortunately, but just wanted to give it a little little shout out in there. Uh, Teddy Foth. Teddy said, Tyler, congratulations, my guy. Listen to the pod since 2018. Great job. So which defensive rookie will make the biggest impact? And if the Titans win the Super Bowl, you said you're getting drunk. What beer are you chugging and what liquor are you shooting? So, um... Which defense, uh, defensive rookie will make the biggest impact? I'm going to say Elijah Molden. So we're going to have to see what we can get from Caleb Farley with the back. And he's not going to have a lot of time to get ready because he's rehabbing from the back. It's kind of a Jeffrey Simmons situation. Not as severe, but kind of like that. Elijah Molden is just an incredibly smart football player. He's a scrappy guy. He's just one of those dudes who's going to have a career in the league because he's going to play smart. He's going to know what's asked of him. He's going to play aggressive, fast, physical, and finish. Sound like Mike Vrabel now, but I think Elijah Molden will be the biggest impactful rookie for the Titans defense consistently throughout the season. If they can get Caleb Farley healthy at the back end of the year, I think it could really take the defense to another level, but consistently throughout the year, I'm going Elijah Molden. Uh, What beer you're chugging? uh, chugging. Uh, So I I tear everything out. If I'm like getting drunk, going down the river and being crazy, I'm going to drink Bush Light. If I'm having a regular domestic and just having a couple beers while watching a game, I'm going to go Miller Light. If I'm having a good dinner, like some seafood or something like that, and I want a, a 
regular craft beer, I'm going to go Blue Moon. But for me, I tried the, uh, it's called the Long Coast, Long Coast something wheat. I'm going to, I'm going to have to, uh, the power of editing. The Long Coast Tangerine Wheat is the best beer I've ever had in my entire life. So if the Titans go to the Super Bowl, I'll probably try to find a way to order uh, at least a sixer of that. As for liquor, I'm not a huge beer guy overall. I would prefer liquor, quite frankly, and I like gin. So I would be making gin and tonics. Uh, I would be making... Tom Collins, that's what I would be doing if I'm shooting liquor. Uh, Fireball is the easiest for me. I know a lot of people hate it, but hey. Uh, Shout out Tyler Chandler. Didn't have a question. He just said congrats on the verification. Uh, Wanted me to do a shout out of top 10 listeners, but this isn't my space. I'm not giving top friends, but shout out to you, Tyler. Uh, Adrian said, Tyler, congrats on being verified. Just got married on Friday. Well, congrats to you, Adrian. That is amazing, man. Congratulations. Uh, it's two questions, and I'll allow two because you got married. <laughs> uh, which rookie cornerback or safety do you think have the biggest impact on the defense? I just answered that. I'm going with Elijah Molden. Uh, second, he said, saw you went to Pigeon Forge this weekend. I did. I went to Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg. It was a family trip. He said, we are heading there for our honeymoon next weekend. Any recommendations? It's a long wait, but I would eat at the local goat. That was delicious. I really enjoyed the food there. I had a nice steak. The caramelized onion mashed potatoes. Holler. Um, I also very much enjoyed uh, uh, Timberwood Timberwood on the island, but Yeehaw Brewing Company was, was really good. I had the best fried pickles of my entire life at Puckers in Gatlinburg, and uh, yeah, yeah, so I'll go, uh, I'll go with those for the time being as uh, my answers to where uh, you should check out. I'm a big foodie guy, so that's what, uh, that's what I'm going with for you there. Uh, next, Slappy. My guy Slappy said, congratulations on verification. I don't know if we ever got this, but what is your Mount Rushmore of NBA players? I'm indecisive, so I'll give you this. The best four players of, of like my lifetime of me remembering watching basketball a lot is Kobe, LeBron, Kevin Durant, and Tim Duncan. Those are the best players of like my actual generation in my lifetime. Uh, as for the best four players of all time in general, if that's what you're thinking about Mount Rushmore, I go MJ, LeBron, Magic Johnson, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. If you're looking for the four most impactful players to the NBA in the history of the league, I think you got to go Bill Russell, who carried them at the beginning of the league. you got to go Magic Johnson and Larry Bird both, who carried them from the destitute version of the NBA that we had in the 70s that was tape delayed. Uh, The NBA Finals wasn't even on primetime TV, live TV. So Magic and Bird brought the NBA to a national level. And then Michael Jordan took it to an international level. So those are the four most impactful players in NBA history on on the NBA itself and its global reach. So that would be my answer there. So three different answers for you, depending on uh, what exactly you look at Mount Rushmore as. King Vol 300 said... If we made one more move this offseason, what should we do? Another pass rusher, Melvin Ingram, or maybe another tight end, O.J. Howard or Zach Ertz. For me, the pass rusher would be the move, whether that be Melvin Ingram or Justin Houston. If the Titans don't do that, then I would like a trade for Zach Ertz. If they don't trade for Zach Ertz, then for me personally, I would prefer to just sign Golden Tate. 
So that's where I'm at. Colin Closter, regarding the defense, are you more concerned about the talent or the compatibility? I think the defense has tremendous potential and talent-wise could be special, but it takes time for units to mesh and we're rolling out a lot of new players to the Titans. How will they do as a unit? Well, as I said earlier, I kind of see them in the 16-20 range when it comes to yards per game. Hopefully they can be top 12 in points per game. Uh, I'm more worried about the compatibility. The talent is there, but coaching creates compatibility. Coaching creates the continuity. Continuity, and I'm worried about the coaching. Uh, Spurge Nasty, Nathan said, uh, what are your number one quarterback, running back, and wide receivers for fantasy? Also, do you play fantasy? Uh, number one quarterback is Pat Mahomes. Number one running back is Christian McCaffrey. Number one wide receiver, I went back and forth between Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams, but I ultimately went with Devontae Adams. So those are my top three at those positions. Travis Kelsey at tight end, just to uh, you know give you that last spot on offense. Uh, I play a ton of fantasy. I was in five leagues last year. Honestly, it's too many leagues, but the reality is I'm never going to be able to play less with, uh, with the situation I'm in, and I'm not going to complain about it. So uh, yeah, I play a ton of fantasy football, very, very into fantasy football in general. But that is it, guys. That is our Monday mailbag. That's all of your guys' questions. Remember, you can send in your question on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. Send it to me. I'll bookmark it, get to it next Monday, or put it as a review in Apple iTunes. Greatly appreciate all the questions that you guys send in every single week. I will most likely, unless something crazy happens on Monday, I will be back with you guys on Wednesday, got a few things that I still want to talk about, might do uh, some rankings. Where do the Titans rank among other teams at wide receiver, Ryan Tannehill's rank. A lot of people have been asking me for my top 10 quarterbacks and things like that. So I might do some some rankings so you guys know where I see the Titans players or where I have quarterbacks and things of that nature. But either way, I will be back with you in a couple of days. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.